This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, providing one-on-one comprehensive physical and occupational therapy services, including women's health, chronic pain treatment, TMJ, and more. With four locations in Fox Point, Grafton, Brookfield, and McGuanago, Wisconsin. More information at freedompt.com. This is Brady back with Scott, and we're doing another little Packers injury update. Uh, and today, um, we had one big key injury. Uh, Lane Taylor was out with a uh, biceps injury. They put him on IR. He's done for the season. Um, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I think that, though, that uh, who's the rookie from Texas A&M? Elkton. Yeah, I think he was going to be the starter before the season was out. Not that, you know, still feel bad for Lane Taylor. but well, sure. Prady, we need a we need a specific name for this podcast. Well, what what do you think? I don't know. We have to work on it. Maybe our <laughs> maybe our, our the people listening to it can send in some ideas, or we can have a poll on Facebook or something. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll we'll we, put one out with this next podcast. We need so a uh, we need a name for it though. So send send us in uh, on. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, any recommendations for Scott and I segment on uh, Packer injury updates uh, and us kind of... Uh, and and we're, wor- we're working on a theme song too, everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into uh, kind of the what we'll do at the beginning of everyone. We'll talk a little bit about maybe uh, a common injury that some of these NFL players are going to kind of have to go through and... Um, Today we're going to talk hamstrings. Uh, Darius Shepard has been battling, looks like hamstring injury, pretty much since the preseason. He was out the first two games, didn't play. Uh, now, granted, I don't think he was an important part, but then we traded Trevor Davis, and all of a sudden he's an integral part of uh, the, the return team on special teams and could provide a spark as a slot receiver on offense. Yep. Um, so when we normally see hamstring injuries, what is, what is the biggest concern um, that you guys have when you see a patient like that? Yeah, so um, so it just depends often where the hamstring um, tear is. Typically, higher hamstring uh, injuries uh, tend to take a little bit longer uh, and be a little bit more nagging. Um, the, the interesting thing, and maybe I'd like to talk about, is just you know why one of the reasons why we think they occur. Um, often people think who are who are injuring their hamstrings, they think they have you know uh, tight hamstrings, you know, and I put that in quotation fingers. Um, often um, what we're finding is often they have tight hip flexors, uh, and that that's the reason why they're straining their hamstring. Um, and the reason behind that is. Um, the way our body's made, there's this, uh, it's called reciprocal inhibition. So um, the example I'll often give my patients is when I contract my bicep, my tricep automatically has to relax to lengthen. So as one side's shortening, the other side has to lengthen. No one ever thinks, hey, I need to relax my tricep. It just automatically happens. It's the way we're made. So, um, so if you have tight hip flexors, the muscle on the opposite side of our hip flexors are our glutes. And because we sit a lot in our society, uh, you know, a lot of people tend to have tight hip flexors. 
Um, and so with this reciprocal inhibition uh, component to it, their glutes can't fire as well because um, they're, they're already in this lengthened position, and so they have a hard time firing. Um, and when we're doing a real physical activity like sprinting or something like that, uh, because our glutes aren't firing as well, that strain is then taken up by our hamstrings, and that's often um, why I think we strain our hamstrings. It's not because your hamstrings are necessarily tight. It's just the opposite. Your hip flexors are tight. Um, and I speak from personal experience. I had chronic hamstring strains when I was uh, in my youth, and I think I just had super tight hip flexors. Yeah, when, when I was playing football in high school, that, that was what the trainer always said, stretch your hamstrings, especially right. like if I had any back pain, they're like, stretch your hamstrings. Right. So that's probably actually the opposite of what I should have been doing. Well, it, so, you're right. Well, it's good to, so back pain, maybe tight hamstrings play a role in that, um, certainly. And I think it's good to stretch your hamstrings, but I think um, the big thing, especially again in our society with the amount of sitting that we do, we sit in our cars, we sit at our computers, we sit watching television. Um, you know, tight hip flexors is just kind of this chronic condition often for people. Um, and then when we're going out and doing some physical activity where we're requiring a lot of our glutes, they just don't have the, the, the power there to produce and our hamstrings get overworked. And that's where you lead to a, to a hamstring strain. Yeah. So a lot of, so like you said, so sitting a lot can kind of cause those tight hamstrings. He's tight hip or, flexors. Sorry, tight hip yep. flexors. Yep. Sorry. Thank you. That's all right. Um, so He's obviously probably a pretty active guy in terms of um, going to practice and things oh, yeah. like that. Right. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be standing all day. I mean, he's probably sitting in the film room. Well, he's driving to and from. He's got a ton of downtime, right? So well, yeah, so he's the right. These guys are the exception. I mean, they're so finely tuned being where they are. I don't – his hip flexors might be tight. I don't – I'm not sure. He's probably yeah. got a great training regime. They're just, again, I mean this in the nicest way, they're just freak athletes. Yeah. And so they're so finely tuned that just a little thing can, I think, throw them off. Um, not necessarily that Der that Shepard is sitting too much in his daily life. <laughs> sure. That's more of a, um, yeah, for, for the general population, if you will. Um, but just everybody, I guess my message there is just, you know, so many people think if they're straining their hamstring or they pulled their hamstring, their hamstring is tight. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. It's often... Um, I, another thing I would like to say is, you know, where you're hurting, it's not necessarily that part's fault. Yes. It's usually someplace else that's causing it. And so I think that's the case often with hamstring strains. Okay. What do, what do you, so what do you think his rehab is looking like, especially with the things that he's probably got to go through to stay in shape along with, um, be ready to go in the game. He's, he's got to be active obviously through that. So what do you think his routines probably like to kind of address that issue well I would I bet they're doing some dry needling um and then I think he's just probably on an amazing um with the latest research kind of uh rehab program so I'm sure they're stretching everything out on him both his hip flexors and his hamstrings probably in a dynamic way and then just lots of functional strengthening um, just to try to get his glutes firing better, hamstrings eccentrically, which is a contraction while the muscle's lengthening. That's often where it'll get injured. Um, so really working hard on just improving those things. Things like Nordic hamstring curls and things like that, where they're yep. having him so, kind yeah, of slowly yeah, lower yeah, exactly. to the and, yep. Um, yep. And any, like, glute strengthening that would go oh, into I'm that? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they're doing really uh, phenomenal um, 
functional strengthening sure. to me, you know, just foot on the ground um, and doing strengthening, multi-planar. Um, those guys have the best trainers in the world, you know, yeah. basically working with them. So, yeah. So um, I guess moving on to the next in kind of group of injuries would be we're seeing quite a few shoulder injuries. Um, uh, Montrevious Adams, a defensive lineman, granted uh, maybe a little bit lower on the depth chart. Um, he's out uh, with shoulder. Uh, Kyle Fackrell, who is listed as questionable. Jake Kumro is a depth wide receiver, was listed as question, questionable. I think the most uh, significant of those is probably Fackrell, um, where he's really played. I think he was our was it uh, was he our tackle? No, he's our sack leader last year. He was correct. Um, yeah. So I think obviously we've got an improved line um, with the Smiths and yep. Rashawn Gary to a certain extent. Yeah, but, he got um, his first sack. It's good to see. It's yeah. uh, hopefully he continues that and proves his worth. Yeah. Um, as a first-round draft pick, which we're hoping we've we've made our thoughts known and uh, hopefully we're proved wrong a little bit. Um, but we'll, just shoulders in general, uh, football's a rough sport. Do you have anything to add Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure, you know, Bulaga's on the uh, for shoulder as well as Blake Martinez, so they have that's probably the most common um, injury on the report. You could have, I'm not, again, as you just stated, very uh, violent game. Um, it, these could be contusions. Um, you know, Roger separated, you know, had a, yeah. a fractured uh, clavicle. Um, so any of those things are possible. Hard to speculate exactly what it is just when they say shoulder. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so what, what did you, so we did one after week one, uh, and then we've had two games since then. Mm -hmm. We're 3-0. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, I've talked to you a little bit in the clinic and we've had a, a, our conversations. You are very positive about this Packers team. And I think for a lot of for a lot of reasons, everyone should be super positive. But I seem to be a little bit more negative because for like from where I'm standing, I keep waiting for the shoe to drop. And I think it has a little bit to do with the last couple of years haven't gone as well as uh, I think they should have. And our defense was obviously terrible those years, and it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Uh, but causes for concern, I think, two things. We've had a tough time with our run defense. Um, and then we haven't faced, I would say, an elite quarterback yet. We haven't seen one of those teams that has a really good QB who's playing at the top of their game right now. What do you, what do you think? So for the so the tackling was atrocious uh, when they when they played uh, the Broncos. I mean, awful. Yeah. But th those are things though that I think can be corrected, um, and I think that part of the reason the tackling is so bad is one, none of these guys play in the preseason anymore, and then secondly, during practice, right with the collective bargaining agreement, they have mm -hmm. a lot less contact. Yep. So I think the tackling is awful. The, especially last week in particular, um, and should get better. Yep. So I think, you know, again, I guess glass half full on yep. this side of the table. I think it'll get better. And then, I mean, Minnesota's put up, what, almost 40 points in their other couple of games. Yep. Um, yep. So that's a pretty good offense, whether Kurt Cousins, you know, is an elite quarterback, I don't know. Um, Flacco's, you know, probably on the downside of his career, but guy's a Super Bowl champion uh, quarterback. 
and then you got Mitchell Trubisky there in Chicago, um, and the, the, you know it was going to be. You can't argue to me that be, he's played be, well at all. <laughs> I think if you talk to any Bear fan, you know this guy is going to be all world. So I, I think if you talk to any Bears fans right now, they're figuring out how that he they can trade him for a first round pick as we speak. Yeah, they give up a boatload for him too. Yeah, yeah, uh, and they they, I think he was in the draft, the same draft as Mahomes. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was picked third overall. I think Mahomes yeah. went twelfth, yeah. and I think um, there wasn't there was another quarterback that yeah. went after him. Uh, was it uh, Allen out of uh, Buffalo? Allen, I think this is just his second year. Right? Oh, okay, that that could be right. I, there was one other quarterback that went after him that I think the Bears had gone back. They'd be like, ah, I might might want that guy. We're gonna have to fact check these podcasts, buddy, <laughs> at the at the end. Take a break and then <laughs> and fact check. Well. Yeah. Anyways, but that's kind of the, that's the beauty of this. It's just like two. So we'll fans, find out. We'll right? find out tonight, right? I mean, it's Carson Wentz, but then he doesn't have any of his. Uh, none of his wide receivers are there. No, they're they're super banged up as well. Just, um, just keep winning, right? I yeah. Yeah. So nobody felt bad for the Packers. I'm sure when Aaron Rodgers went down with yeah. injuries, uh, none of those fans felt bad. So, yeah. No, I um, I'm excited for the Packers. I think that they should win tonight and then, you know, have some concern. Dallas will be a, a better test at Dallas. I think Dallas will be – I mean, Dallas is right now, I think, considered probably one of the best five teams in the league. They haven't played anybody, though, but, but it would be my I, comeback to that. I would agree with that. They, um, they, and Dallas fans are probably kind of in the same boat maybe I am where they're like, well, we haven't – you know, there are certain aspects where they'd like to see their team tested in certain ways to, to know whether they they're play the, the real Saints. deal or not. Yeah, they play the Saints, I think, this week. But I think it's kind of the same with us because, like, even the Saints, like, they've got Teddy Bridgewater, who didn't play all that well last weekend. And, um, and Hill, right? Who's the backup quarterback? Tays- for Taysom season? Hill, who yeah, was with the Packers. With the Packers for a little bit. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. I, th- every, I think the Saints will be okay yet without Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. Um, they've so got a lot of, lot of talent. They're... It'll be a better test yeah. for the Dallas Cowboys to see where they're at. Yep. But, uh, what? So I do have a Carson Wentz question for you. So, like, last two years he ended up having his seasons cut short with back injuries. Like, I think it's the, the lower herniations. So the first year's rookie year, I think he, uh, when Nick Foles led him to the Super Bowl, he yep. tore his ACL in just a total oh, that's right. freak. Yeah. It was a – yeah. So um, – and then – Last year, I'm not sure. I'll take your, I think take your word la- I for think it. I think last year it was a broken vertebra, actually. Oh. So, broke I, his back. Yeah, literally, literally broke his back. <laughs> so I don't like. So those are two huge injuries, and then he's coming back. What are like? What are the odds that he's rehabbed and is going to make it through? Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, whether he makes it through the seat again, like we said earlier, it's a violent game. Yeah. Anything could possibly happen to him, but I'm sure his ACL is absolutely rock solid and fine, and he's yeah. 100% on that, especially after this length of time. Um, and then as far as his back being broken, I mean, once that heals, it heals. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't I don't consider that guy to be fragile or anything like that where he's oh. up for injury. He's, he's built like a brick house. Yeah, he's a, and he's right. a, I mean, these are just, when he tore his ACL, it, it was just such a freak injury the way it hurt it occurred yeah. um so uh, i i think he's a great quarterback um yeah, yeah. No, yeah. i i i think he's shown immense talent that just yeah. you know if i'm an Ingles fan it's kind of the same thing i'm waiting for the time when he's 
it's like, oh crap, he's down again. And now we don't have Nick Foles, you know, to carry us to the, to the promised land. Um, Yeah. It'd be nice to see him make it through a season. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a little bit more question. I'm, I'm amazed at how fast some of these athletes are coming back from, especially ACLs. Like there was a, there's a Clemson kid um, who is five and a half months removed from a complete tear of his ACL. And he came back week three, I think in the college season, week four took a, was a, is a slot receiver, took a 70 yard touchdown to the house, just blowing by guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe, maybe techniques and everything are certainly improving. Yeah. If they do a patellar tendon graft, which is the gold standard yet, I believe, although I think they've gotten better with the hamstrings and everything like that, but right. There's this ligamentation that has to occur. So they take a tendon, they put in there and it, just it's amazing to me that the body knows that this they need to convert this thing to or make this thing be a ligament instead of a tendon. Yeah. Uh, so there's this breakdown that occurs and then it rebuilds back itself as a ligament. So as far as I know, there's no rushing that right. That's just no, just time. It's just nature. Um, so you know, I mean, I, you look at most of the protocols. I think from surgeons, from what I understand, are all objective based. They're not time based. So that's not like you're out for this amount of time. It's right. like, can you perform these cutting activities? Right. And then it's, can you do these unloaded? Can you do these right. loaded? Can you do these at a fast pace? And then right. all of a sudden you're, you're back to normal and then you're just testing that constantly. Right. Um, so I just think still though, you know what? I would just want the surgery done once. I think there's a certain amount of ego perhaps is maybe the right word amongst sure. both the player potentially and maybe the doctor to look at my procedures so good or I'm such a great athlete like I think JJ Watt whom I love you know former Badger um, I think when he had that back surgery he came back too early and out of the sense of you know I can do this I get the sense of wanting to help your teammates and be out on the field and being a, a you know a competitor but I think if he waits another two, three weeks, he misses four or five weeks of the season instead of the whole, you know, instead of playing for two weeks. So I sometimes think there's this rush to return. I would rather just have it done once and be done. Be sure that yep, it's going it, right. to hold up and right. you're good to go. Right. Jerry Rice, and I granted the procedures have changed significantly since Jerry Rice had his ACL done, but he came back and fractured his kneecap like in yeah. his first game back. So I just... You got, you got to make sure your your other parts of your body are recovered too. I mean, you look at when Jordy Nelson um, had his his problems where he was out for a year and then came back the next year and tore the other one. I never was it when he tore his ACL. Was that the same side that he had hip surgery on? I never. I thought uh, that's another thing we're gonna have to fact yeah. check. Um, I always was wondering. I looked and could never find out what surgery had hip hip surgery on. Yeah, and then what ACL he, he tore because it was a non-contact. Yeah. cutting injury so again if you're if you had hip surgery on that side was it back to the strength it needed to be yeah. I'm sure they tested it and everything was good I'm not yeah. it's easy to second guess um, but I was just more out of curiosity I'm sure he passed all the functional tests to say sure. yeah he's good to go back but it would just be curious to know yeah it's yeah it's just a lot of these athletes programs now are so f- focused on um, recovery and making sure that everything's going to be 
completely injury right. proof or as injury proof yeah. as you're going to get them. And, and like Heinz Ward, who's one of the best wide receivers maybe, you know, mm-hmm. ever was ACL deficient. One of his knees, he's doesn't yeah. have an ACL, one of his knees and was, you know, dancing right. with the stars champion. Yep. And, um, and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, just an elite wide receiver. So, the, again, these athletes are are just absolute freaks and so highly tuned into their to their body and have such uh, body awareness and muscle memory that uh, sometimes they can get around get around that. So, what do you think? So, you think you definitely think win tonight just because the the Eagles are so banged up. Yes, and I think our offense will continue. Each week, uh, the offense to me has appeared to be a little bit better than mm-hmm. it was the week before. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has kind of got it into his head now too that like, hey, I'm not the reason we're winning necessarily. Well, I mean, we're, you know, I think he's at least he's he made a comment about like, hey, we need to get it together. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, it's 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 on us. Like our ceiling is going to be determined by how good the offense can be this year because yeah. the defense seems to have at least figured out enough where they they're going to put us in a decent spot. Yeah, you did. So. The, the defense is playing outstanding. Um, I think that uh, it seems to me like, especially after the Bears game, the last two weeks we've come out and really moved the ball. And then the defense has made adjustments to what we're doing, basically taking away Devontae Adams. And then yep. it's like we haven't adjusted to, okay, they're taking this away now. This should be available to us. So I think they'll just keep getting better and better. Um, and they played – um, the Bears and the Vikings were both top five defenses last year, so they played yep. some very good defenses to start the season. Again, no preseason really, new offense. I just think they've got nowhere to go but up. But yeah, uh, I'm an so, optimist. So well, that, that's <laughs> that's fine, and I, I'm I'm going to be optimistic until something really falters, and All our right. offense is almost fault. Like we're very, I think we're only, I think we're bottom five offensive team yeah. right now. Um. So they've got Eagles, Cowboys, which we said was going to be a test. You still, what do you think? We'll we'll know more about the Cowboys probably, like you said, this week, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then we've got Lions and Raiders. Hopefully, those are. And then hopefully wins. you can get into some rhythm with those. You know, the offense can start yep. to build some rhythm and get going. Granted, the Lions' offense has been very good, but yeah. again, you can kind of argue like they won against the Eagles last week, and then they've tied the Cardinals, and then they won against. Uh, I can't remember, but the, their their offenses looked good. Is my point? They're undefeated. They're un, no, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they are undefeated. They're undefeated. The undefeated Detroit Lions. Uh, they'll mess that up. The Detroit Lions shortly. Um, and then I think our biggest test is going to be the Chiefs um, in the first half of the season, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, I'm going to that game. I'm excited. Oh. All right. Um, so I think we'll wrap that up there. You have a. Uh, well, we've got time for your – you said you have a big hot take. Hot takes. Okay. Hot this takes is, with Scott. We need uh, some kind of segment music for this as well, Brady. Well, maybe I, I can add that in. All right. We can – there's some hot take music. Welcome to Hot Takes with Scott Coonan. So my hot take uh, for this week is that J.K. Scott, Packers punter, will make the Pro Bowl this year, 
uh, and be the first punter since uh, Don Chandler in 1967 to uh, make the Pro Bowl as a Packer punter. Okay. So, and I think the reason being is that they play so many of their uh, home games are early this season, which uh, will be advantage to him. Um, that people that that his average will be good. It won't be kicking a, a frozen ball through most of the season. So, um, that's my hot take. So, Pat Pat McAfee, who yeah. is uh, an old Colts uh, punter, punter, yeah, absolutely loves this guy. Yeah. Absolutely loves uh, J.K. Scott, the punter for the Packers. I yeah. think he had T-shirts made did, yeah. with uh, with J.K. Scott's yeah. foot in the air, and you know, kids his, his quad. Off. Yeah, his yeah. quad is hitting his face mask. Yeah. <laughs> of his punting leg, that's unbelievable. I can barely get my leg uh, above hip level. <laughs> uh, so, there, do you have a hot take, Brady? Um. No pressure. I think if. No, I, I don't think I have any any necessarily hot take other than I think, like I said, I, th- I think I'm waiting for just an awesome quarterback and an awesome offense. I think that Kansas City um, game is going to tell us whether our defense is championship, uh, is a championship defense or if this – isn't realistically a season where we can really compete for a Super Bowl. Um, because in, unless Aaron Rodgers shows that he can bring the offense back to top 10 in the league, um, if our defense isn't going to hold out against um, that kind of offense, because we'll have to play uh, a, some super good offenses to get through the playoffs and then in the Super Bowl if we were to get there um, to really be championship bound. All right. So. I'd we'll see. The, I mean, Dallas will be a good t- test, too, as far as our defense goes. They've, they've got a great true. offense at ho- that'll be at home for them, so they won't have to deal with any of the crowd stuff. Yep. And that so, might be one of the teams we'll face in the playoffs yeah, if, right. if, we, if we continue the It'd way be, we're going. It would be nice to play them in Lambeau instead of Jerry's World. Yeah, that's right. So, big game. I, but, yeah, I, I highly doubt that we will miss the playoffs at that point. I think starting 3-0, and if we were to get to 4-0, and I think, you know, the odds that we have a complete – Tailed it midseason is just not there. I don't think we're playing a third place schedule. I don't. I don't yeah. think. There's because you still have the Raiders to yeah. play, the Dolphins to play. Yep. Detroit twice. So at at some point, the the odds of us missing are, you know, we could lose our last six games and still theoretically make the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's off to a good start. It's off to a good start. I'm I, I'm right with you being uh, optimistic about the season right now. We're three and zero. How could you not be optimistic? Uh, if you're a Packer fan, you should be enjoying it. If you're a Milwaukee sports fan, you should yeah. be optimistic. Got the Brewers clinching a playoff, at least yeah. a wild card game. Uh, the the Bucks coming off of a great season. Hopefully, yeah. they can put together a, another run to the Badgers. Three and zero. Wisconsin Badgers, Badgers yeah. playing the Mildcats this weekend. <laughs> and they just thrashed Michigan that so. might have been yeah I, I loathed Michigan so um <laughs> that that was phenomenal it that made good. my year it felt good yeah all right uh you got to get going yep. so 
Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll try to do these on Thursdays if possible. Uh, yeah, the, the, the injury report will come out for uh, the, the next game, and I'll try to get this one turned around so that you guys can listen to it before the game if you get a chance. All right. So, all, all right. right, everybody have a great week, and uh, go, go pack. Go pack. All right, thanks, Brady. Yep.